0: everybody and welcome on in to the sc scoops pro wrestling podcast for tuesday november 28th 2023 super pumped to be here i'm zach haydorn that is tyler sage man tyler it's a a wacky world out there in the pro wrestling uh universe since we last talked we got some exciting stuff to get to today but first how you doing man I love the vest. I love the vest. It looks like, it looks oh. like you're like, it looks like an L.A. night vest.
1: Thanks. Or Hangman Page, right? Literally, or I man. got, or uh, hangman, yes. so I got, you know, I guess this is for the patrons, but I do deal in vintage clothing. So I just got this very cool Bart Simpson's, Bart Simpson oh. shirt from 1990, fit me perfect. So I was very excited about that. And then I got like a whole pile of stuff. This is like an old lady Bumblebee vest. I threw it on and I was like, hey, I'm going to wear it for the show. So Dude, yeah, because it. it's a little it's a little like uh kind of Gen Z, even though I'm not Gen Z, uh hangman page look is what I'm going for tonight. So yeah,
0: anyway, you're thanks. uh you're the uh, the 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 anxious podcaster is what we'll uh is what we'll call you uh, tonight.
1: <laughs> well I take well, medicine for that, but cheers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We uh so yeah, man, lots to get to. I'm glad we have the show today, uh because yep. We lucked out once again and we get to talk all things CM Punk, uh, returning to WWE after nine years. Um, And not only can we talk about the fallout from Survivor Series, but we get to analyze his, you know, his back to WWE Monday Night Raw promo from, from last night, which has been polarizing to say the least. Um, I know my opinion on it has gone all over the place in the last, in the last, uh, you know, almost 24 hours. So, I'm pumped to, pumped to talk about punk and want to take our conversation here with our live audience in a lot of different directions, and, and that's what we'll do. So we will be punk-heavy tonight, but it's a huge topic. It's a huge topic, and if we do have some time, uh, we'll uh, get in some uh, some chatting on uh, the Continental Classic and AEW. Uh, I think that's a good idea. I'm not quite sure. We'll have, we'll have to see. Um, but first, before we get into it all, welcome. In once again to the SE SC Scoops Pro Wrestling Podcast. Hello to everybody who is currently streaming us live. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, everybody else. We do appreciate it. We are here on the SE SC Scoops YouTube page every single Tuesday night, nine Eastern, eight Central, talking the news of the week uh, in in wrestling with with you guys. Um, I look forward to the show. We love the contributions. Uh, if you miss us live, you can catch us on your favorite podcast feeds. Uh, The next day on Wednesday mornings, we are, this exact show can be found wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, any other weird podcast app, (laughs) we are there. So there's no reason not to listen, but we do like when you listen live and our super chats are open. Um, Any contribution helps and we will take all super chat questions live on the air, all super chat comments live on the air. Um, We appreciate you and thank you in advance for those and it really it helps helps the show tick helps the show keep going um on a week-to-week basis so all right with the business in the rearview mirror here tyler it's been a few days cm punk's back in wwe um what how do you grade his return so far
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, not to tease the patron, the Patreon, I should say, for Brass Ring Media, but um, I was not thrilled with the follow-up from Saturday on uh, yesterday's Raw. Um, I think I... uh, retweeted trevor dame i believe is his name he's got the dave foley photo on it as avatar so i have no idea what trevor actually looks like but um <laughs> i always think it's like dave foley who's gotten. i just think that
0: happy that's punk. what he looks like
1: <laughs> yeah but i don't think it, well that's not what dave foley looks like now anyway sorry we're way in the weeds already it's classic tyler
0: but um
1: yeah i i the follow-up was not good it was happy punk um, do I have more faith in this? And we'll talk about it. I'm sure a lot here. You know the "I'm home" line. Uh, if anyone's in our, you know, Discord again, that's a brass ring media thing. Zach will do that later. I, I think my my comments were, ex- you know, how I felt, and I was like this guy, and, and some other some other w- words. But uh, yeah, it didn't work. Now the little thing to the camera, which was obviously staged, just like the insertion of the wise man to have a wedge between Haman and Roman one day, the work that they've done with Seth and him to make it look as realistic as possible. I know what they're doing. If you go that route, I think that's interesting. Obviously that can be a bulk of the conversation. I would assume, but if that doesn't turn out to be, you know, CM Punk, the wolf in sheep's clothing character that I think we're getting here. If we're going to get happy punk and he's wrestling, God, I don't know, uh, you know, Dom Dominic Mysterio at you know after the the what's the pay per view after in between Royal Rumble and uh, Elimination Chamber. Sh- Elimination Chamber. Okay, is that the only one or are they doing two? Because there's no that's no, the only one. That's the only yeah. one. So, there's, there's so, so real
0: quick, real quick on that. I was yeah. checking on this. There the next P L E is the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So there yeah. is no December pay per view.
1: Yeah, because it's NXT it's, is the because
0: because NXT, LA. so there's only two pay per views before WrestleMania yeah. at this point, which is kind of yeah. okay. Go
1: ahead. So you would think Punk, you think Punk is in the Rumble, right? So it's like, you know, like the stuff with Drew and Seth, the stuff with Randy and the Bloodline, like all that stuff seems like it's going to be on TV. So like Punk is probably going to have like a mini feud leading up to the Rumble. He has to. He can't just be up here saying I'm happy to be here and uh, even cheer for a Blackhawks fan and the. You know, in this barn, like, come on, man, like, I like hockey as much as the next guy, but let's let's chill on that. stuff. So, you know, all of that being said, if it goes where I think it's going, it can be an interesting story to tell if I'm leaving all my personal opinions about the about Phil Brooks, the person out of it. I think it could be a compelling story. But as of right now, as of November 28th, I think this is not an effective use of CM Punk at this time, but I definitely know where they are probably going i'm very open to that idea so how about you what's your take?
0: yeah so uh, coming out of the show last night like in my immediate reaction was what in god's name was that like as far as the promo went and i and i thought that like and the reason i thought that is just because it's like wait a minute like this is not (laughs) we waited three hours for this like it was short it didn't have any substance it was boring like it just kind of was just like blah and flat and then like i just as i was mulling over and getting ready for to do this show i i started coming around on like the concept of it being like and 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 literally like taking the cm punk words at face value and what stood out was like hey i've changed i'm different straight up that's the truth is what is what he said and like that kind of resonated on a storyline level for me because i'm like well okay if if that's true you know then you kind of want to like i think to start to show your cards and show how you've changed and and show a different side and show that you're just you're not controversial cm punk you're just CM Punk who's back and you've changed and 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 I think there's there you know there's two things going on there one is like he's able to kind of like stay straight and like in kayfabe meta world like say all the right things that WWE wants him to say and that was my initial eye roll was like come on man like we're getting the we got we got it all we got the we got uh pandering we got wwe as home we got an ode to the old to like the the pipe promo we got i got unfinished business i mean we got the whole shebang but then when i took that out and i put that in the context of like this new punk character and the change cm punk character like that's when i started going wait a minute like this it did work like it did like i think like getting everybody upset and getting everybody to go, what the, f-? like this guy, like, uh, like, like what, is, you know, like I, I, I think at this point that that was the mission. Like the mission was, was that. And I, and I think that's a smart mission because like, you know, it, first of all, like CM Punk, and we're going to talk about this in more detail in a minute. He can't really be the, he can't realistically be like this anti hero, anti-establishment guy you know, first of all, he's 45 years old. He's a multimillionaire many times over. Like he's, you know, like, he's just not that guy anymore. Like, and he's, look, how could he be right? He's, he's past his prime. He's like, he's just not that, that person. Um, So I think it's a smart way to, you know, reintroduce him where he's this kind of fronting baby face oh shucks good guy but in reality he's just maybe this just this this flat cm punk character who's going to end up being a heel wolf in sheep's clothing like you like like you mentioned and and the more that i think about it like that's what i think they were going for like pinpoint i don't think like i don't think that that wwe you know messes up this stuff too often i wrote that with my in my uh, in a column today that like these the scripting of this was like it was like almost too much to just go, oh, that was a sucky promo. Like I, it was it was so bad and like so out of the realm of like what everybody thought you were gonna get that it's like there ha- in my eyes, there had to be a purpose for that. and that's why I give it a little bit more of a uh, a pass that I think most have with with that kind of, with that analysis in mind. Now, it means we're getting a different CM Punk. It means we're getting, you know, a, t- a different Punk character. It means that I think Punk's going to be a heel uh, long-term. I don't know if any of that's going to work, but in the context of his promo last night, I'm, I'm willing to see this thing play out. Yes, and that's all big
1: caveats, right? I think we're both on the same page there. You, yeah, huge like, caveats, yeah. The oh, surface yeah. level, it was bad, right? If this goes, if he's if he's a white meat baby face that has no story or emotion, you know, all the way through horrible. WrestleMania, then that's horrible, right? Yeah. If he's just doing big matches with, you know, I don't know, he's taking on Gunther and maybe taking that belt off of him at some point, right? And That's like the big story. Like that'd be horrible, right? Um, you know, because WWE is not AEW in a lot of ways, some good, some bad, right? We talk about that all the time. That's a the theme right. of a lot of our shows. But the one thing AEW that WWE are diametrically opposed on is WWE very rarely will do a face face heel-heel match, period, especially in a big-time feud, right? And I have no inkling as a viewer that Seth Rollins is going to be the, the heel in that eventual feud between him and CM Punk. So, you know, just connecting those dots as a fan, you have to kind of think of that, and that's obviously the best-case scenario because at least, you know, it lets CM Punk be – kind of what he was backstage at AEW, right? Like, it was the inverse at AEW. Like, he comes out, acts like he's high and mighty. He's the guy running the show. The show's built on him. He's going to bring old-school wrestling. You know, no QT Marshall. Thank you. The one good thing he ever did at AEW. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you know, I don't want anyone losing their job, but, you know, not having QTV on my TV was... Yeah,
0: was no one's going to complain me. about that. No one's yeah. going to complain
1: about that. But, uh, so one good instinct there by Punk. But, you know, it's, it's that and then backstage being a total POS. And then now you're doing this where, you know, people are kissing him. I think he said at one point, which is like, that's when I was like, the home line was like, Hey, maybe they wrote that. And he said it, I don't care. He's here for the money. But when he's like, Oh yeah, people are hugging me. some are even kissing me. I was like, (laughs) Oh my God, are you doing like, I mean, he's doing like a full, and I've made this comparison lots of times, not on this platform, but like the comparison, obviously not, you know, politically they're diametrically opposed two times on that word. I'll try not to use it a third time, but him and, you know, Donald Trump, right. Or could not be more different from a political standpoint, but they like, I don't know if he watched a lot of news, like all of us did and like took some bits there. Cause that like seemed like a Trump line at a rally, like hour two of a three hour rally is kind of that line of like, Oh, people are kissing me backstage. they love me so much. Everyone loves me here. You know, all that stuff. So it very much like, if it does not lead to him being a heel, like it's like, (laughs) It's an utter disaster
0: no, yeah, in the making, why, in my
1: opinion. So and that's why I'm yeah. like,
0: it's gotta be. I, I mean, because it, it, otherwise it was like just obnoxiously bad. Like it, it yeah. wasn't even like a good, like it wasn't even like a good suck up babyface promo. Like it, it wasn't even good as far as that is concerned. Like it, it was choppy. Like it was, if like if you're looking at it just from like a babyface side of things, like it was. Like, it just, I don't think it was paced very well. It seemed like he kind of, like, meandered on certain things. Like, it just was not a good babyface promo in any way. But, you know, yeah, it, it intrigued me. I, I, I think there's more layers there now. Because my initial instinct was, like, this sucks. Like, what we waited <laughs> nine years for this. And it's, like, yeah. it was more of, like, a you know, like, when Chris Jericho came back and he came back out and, like, and then, like, he just trolled everybody and, like, didn't say mm-hmm. anything. Like, yeah. this wasn't that fully, but, like, it was more that than uh, than I think it was just Punk being back and him just yucking it up w- with the fans. Like, I think that there's – we're going to get some – for people that are, like, very upset about this, I would say I think that there's more depth there. I think that there's more to it than, um, than just – punk's a, a white meat baby face in wwe coming back like that's not gonna work and and punk you know is a narcissist but even he has to know that like that that doesn't that that doesn't work in a meta sense for sure because everybody knows his journey but also like in just the storyline sense like it's crowded you got cody out there like you've got seth out there you know you've got um you know all these other baby faces that are in that spot and and it's not like in aw where you know punk comes in and just nudges those guys out of the way like these guys are legit stars of that company like that's that's not going to happen and i think even he has to understand <laughs> yeah understand agreed um so as far as the the seth thing goes is that is that where you'd go with this like are you on board with because i thought seth had a good night addressing the punk stuff too and like in a babyface way of like that guy's a hypocrite. I'm not spending another minute talking about him, you know, just straight up addressing the chance and then moving on to other things. Like I thought that was well, well done, well handled, and it painted him kind of like as the you know, the badass babyface like guy with the WWE flag, you know. Um, that worked for me. I I think this is the match that you go to. I think this is what you this is the long-term, you know. Build, if you're asking me, like this is a WrestleMania match, one of the men, maybe not like the main event, but like a top match on the show, and I, I, I think you know, just after, in, in in two nights, Survivor Series and Raw, like it seems to me that that's exactly where they're going, and I think I think that's probably the right call. Like I wouldn't be hot shooting him to Roman at this point. I wouldn't be hot shotting him like to Gunther or anybody like that. I think Seth Seth is the matchup.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think for sure. It just
1: depends, like, you know, that can't be his first match, right? And, you know, I guess if we had to do, like, let's say from now to, you know, the December 31st, 2024, how many matches does Punk work?
0: Ooh,
1: you know, singles, yeah. Is it like, is it like under 10? i, bet singles, I matches, singles matches, let's say. I would
0: maybe. put him on, like, the edge Schedule. My That's my guess. My guess is that he kind of works that schedule where he's for sure, you know, he, he's going to be at the big show, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Money in the Bank or something like that. You know, yeah. I don't know what you do. I don't know what Punk's going to do about the Saudi shows, but, like, you know, certainly, like, that would be, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I yeah, that's going to open he's, up a whole other can of worms with him. Um, I think he's going to do
1: them. That's my guess, but
0: we'll see. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, mean <laughs> I mean I mean it's hard to say that he's not going to do him now after he's back, you know, it's like mm-hmm. like if you're back for the money that's that's where the, yeah. you know, that's where the money's at. Um but yeah, I think I think I think 10 singles matches is probably a probably a good a good barometer. Yeah. It's like almost one a month, right? Like I think mm-hmm. that's a and I think that that's a fine schedule for him to keep too. Like I think mm-hmm. that that's you know, anything more than that, you're kind of like, okay, you're, you're, you're risking, you know, you're just risking his, his health, you're risking, you know, and you're risking the return, you know, on investment of, like, him, like, mattering when he's out there wrestling a match. Yeah. Just just kind of like Edge, so. Yeah, saying healthy.
1: But, yeah, so on that front, it's like, you know, if you're going to fantasy book Punk for the next couple of, through WrestleMania, right, like, you want him and Rollins to be the end goal, like, at what point, like... I almost want to, and I really thought this all the way through. So, but I, I want, I kind of want Drew to beat Seth for the title here in here in December at some point as like a big move, kind of establish Drew. Seth maybe gets it back, or I don't know. Even that's like where it gets tough. But like I want them both in the rumble, and I want them to be like the final four or the final two, and that's where this is like fully established as something. And then, you know, then that's the whole WWE schedule of, like, okay, well, then now, if Cody doesn't win the Rumble, he's going to win the Elimination Chamber, just like Roman all those years. Always found his way to win one of the two.
0: Yes. So, it kind of gives away yes. the other
1: stuff. So, that's, like, where it's tough to book. And I don't love, like, the – I'm fi- like, that's a good thing with two belts is I'd have one Royal Rumble. And, you know, you can always do Elimination Chamber for the women's title, too. You don't have to do it for the men's. But I like a way to just be like, hey, one person – is locked in stone and then you watch TV to see the story of who's going to get the other one. Right. I guess whatever, but for sure, that's the way we get there. Um, Cause I kind of even like that match more, not for a title like punk with a title doesn't seem totally necessary for a long time. In my opinion. Um,
0: so if ever, but yeah.
1: then, yeah, but then like, you know, do you want that main event? And then like drew with his title, not in the main event. I don't know, but that's, that's more issue, but definitely Seth, and Punk at WrestleMania seems like a no-brainer to me. Just how you get there, what he does in the meantime, neither of them have any friends, right? Punk's got no friends in, in kayfabe, but neither does Seth. Right. So, like, is, is Punk wrestling Sammy? Like, they're not super friendly, The you know, Seth and Sammy and storyline. So it's, like, hard to, like, do those machinations uh, up to that point.
0: So we'll see. That was one thing about the promo yesterday that I think, that, like, that they that, that didn't have without question is like like it had like i think it had character direction for punk and i think it had like the mach- machinations of machinations of like a character change and like a just a gimmick shift almost mm-hmm. but like you, you know we don't know what he's doing now you know there's no hook for like all right watch what cm punk's gonna do next week or what's he gonna do the following like that that really that's not yeah. that hasn't been there but yeah, I mean, like I think you know, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to watch it all play out. I, I mean, I, I, I definitely see Punk in the Royal Rumble. I almost wonder if he's going to like be the winner of the Royal Rumble, um, mm-hmm. and that's never how has you get. Yeah, he never has never has won it. Like, and that's how you get to Seth, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but I think in that, you know. You know, but to your point though, I mean, maybe you do like, you know, if if Seth's going to chase down CM Punk, you know, as a and they're going to have a match, and Seth's going to be a babyface, and the title's going to be on the line. I mean, Seth chasing that belt is so much better, like, and it'll be so much more meaningful when yeah. Punk puts him over. You know, if if that, if, if you know, if that, if it's the title's the other way. So yeah, it'll be really interesting to see kind of where where they go. We had um. In the promo last night, uh, allusions to the wise man, to CM, yeah. to CM Punk, and uh, the days of Paul Heyman, and there's certainly a connection there. Except for the fact that Paul Heyman is very tied in with Roman Reigns. Um, when are you pulling the trigger on that match, and are you pulling the trigger on that match?
1: Yeah, I mean that feels like a you know something for way down the line. I think you'd even do Brock in. In Punk before you do that, like that's got a lot of history too, because what yeah. that's a they they had to have worked together.
0: Yeah, they did. That was like
1: yeah, a, a, but then was Heyman, they did like was, a
0: SummerSlam match?
1: Yeah, but Heyman was with him. Was with Punk.
0: Heyman was against Punk then.
1: Okay, because Heyman was with him with Punk versus Undertaker at WrestleMania twenty
0: nine. Yeah, so was this was like right after. This was after that.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's like near the very end of Punk Two. So yes, yes. Um, or his his first run, let's say. Now we're in the second <laughs> run. But um, yeah, I mean I think it's that's definitely a breadcrumb for way down the line for a video package before the match to use, amongst other things. But definitely like especially a CM Punk super heel with a heel Heyman, right? He, Heyman is never gonna be a babyface manager. So that's yeah. there. Seems like a good impetus at some point. Roman, the rain ends. If he's gone for six months, you don't think he's going to get cheered, you know? Crazy when he comes back and gets screwed by Paul Heyman and CM Punk in some some match to to get a title shot to get his title back, whatever it's going to be. Like that just seems ready made, but that seems like a two years from now, eighteen months from now storyline. But that's good. That's what WWE is good at. That is, you know, why it's a superior product from a storytelling standpoint because they leave things like that and you know, Hey, like it's not beat over your head just yet, but you know, it's going to come and that's a big match as long as both guys are healthy and available. So yeah, that's, that's what I think it is. But that's I'm with not.
0: you. I'm with you. Yeah. I think you, you plan on doing that match at some point. Um, but I don't think it's in the cards for a while. I mean, first like Roman's got other business to tend to with Cody, you got other things for punk to do. Like, I don't think it's something you touch for quite some time like maybe maybe a year you know i mean maybe you look at it at next year's summer slam or something like that but i i mean i certainly wouldn't touch before that but it but to your point you know why not put that out there like just drop plant that seed like that's all that was and i thought that was um, that was pretty effective um all right thanks to everybody who's uh who's in our chat once again uh sean is there now brandon is there now thank you guys adam is there too. Um, we appreciate it. Let's read some – I want to get into some super chats because it will help us navigate the other side of this conversation, which is just the palace intrigue of Punk being back in WWE. And this is where I think some good uh, chat conversation and some good podcasting conversation will 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 come about. We'll go to Zach first. And, Zach, uh, appreciate your support of the show. Thank you very much. He's at work, but he had to throw his two cents in. Guys, how can Phil Brooks look himself in the mirror after that promo last night and not feel like he sold out everything he stood for for the last 10 years? Uh, this is a popular talking point coming out of last night. And just with Punk being back in general, Tyler, um, I'll throw to you first on it. What? How can he look himself in the mirror?
1: <laughs> yeah, and we're talking Phil Brooks here. Obviously, the way Zach framed this, not CM Punk, right?
0: Yeah. So my,
1: you know, armchair psycho and psychoanalysis of this is that CM Punk or Phil Brooks the type of guy who can, you know, in in face of this argument would say, I'm nobody's like hero, I'm nobody's role model, I'm here for me, I've always stood for me, I support people, but you know, my platform is not to whatever. I'm not running for office, whatever. And you know, I don't think that's a very good argument. But the way that he's held himself and, and been so steadfast in his opinions um I don't think he thought about this whatsoever if I if I'm I think he looks at himself in the mirror maybe even better than he ever has in a long time um, you know minus the hair being on point uh, Saturday the hairs on point man but it wasn't on point last night he looked a little I don't know
0: well, no, I mean, but, or, yeah, last night looked a little disheveled, but, yeah, you know, it was a slick cut. I'm yeah, sur- I'm he, sur- I'm sur- he got sur-
1: glam squatted on Saturday, that's for sure. He though. did, yes, um, he did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just think he's the type of guy who can, is very malleable with his self-image and what he stands for when it matters. I mean, he's calling, you know, people, post Vince retiring, was that 2022, like summer 2022, mm-hmm. Um, you know, that it wasn't going to change that everyone that was still running that place you know, he didn't say it explicitly, but Paul Levesque, Bruce Pritchard, uh, Kevin Dunn, all those all those guys are, you know, bootlickers and et cetera, <laughs> he called them. So, you know, I, I, would he say that to their face today? No. And I think that's also how he can look himself in the mirror because he will say things like there's there's a couple things that I'm sure he is very passionate about in his life. You know, like I don't think he would not wear like a trans right shirts last night if he wanted to. So I think he believes in that, but I think like everything else that is like around the aura of CM Punk of being the voice of the voiceless, et cetera, is more of a character thing and something that he is now as passionate about as a human being that, that he would let on.
0: If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I, that's, that's exactly where I'm at with it. Like, I, I mean like this, the voice of the voiceless CM Punk, like that, that is a character. I mean, there, you, I mean, I think it's, It's only fair to, you know, judge him with that stipulated to like, you know, just just, and because because otherwise you really get into to 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 murky to murky waters. I mean, like I'm I'm a little less I'm I'm a lot less on the oh, he sold out bandwagon just because of like, of course he did. Like, I, I guess maybe that's like jaded Zach or something like that. But like, I'm like sitting here and I'm just like, yeah, like he did. <laughs> he didn't have anywhere else to go. Like the AEW thing didn't work out. He wants to be a pro wrestler. Um, things have changed enough in WWE. Vince is gone, which was a main, you know, uh, 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 and yeah, there are other people there for for, for sure. Without question, Paul Levesque included, but you know, Vince not being there. I mean, that's, that's huge. I mean, he had his fingerprints all over, all over that, all over that company. And so I don't, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think he, I don't even think he looked himself in the mirror and thought about like the, then thought about this. I just thought he thinks like, Hey, okay, I'm a pro wrestler. I want to go back to wrestling. This is a, the biggest wrestling company in the world. I'm, they want me. So I'm going back. And like, I, you know, I, I guess I, I don't know, man. I don't know if, if, if you're sitting there going like, Hey, geez, Zach, what a, you're just, you're so cold. But I'm, I'm just like, to me, it's like, that's the, that's the business of this. Like, it's not like he's going to he just like all of us would do. Like if, if there was a company that, you know, that I worked for and had a falling out with and left, and then there was an opportunity to go back and it made sense and the role was different and the pay was different like i don't i wouldn't consider that like me like um kind of ditching all my morals in in going back i just think that that's the business that you do you do what's right what's right for you and and i don't know i i, I just am not as steadfast on he sold out i i just don't think yeah. that that's what happened i mean that is what happened but that's that's Pro wrestling, that's what it is. Yeah, so, like, my personal journey with this,
1: like, huge CM Punk fan. Brandon in the chat has known me forever. He knows that, like, (laughs) uh, that I was, like, one of the biggest CM Punk guys ever. And, like, he made me keep watching wrestling. I've talked about this a million times, right? But, like, as soon as the – and there's been some reporting about this as well, but as soon as that press conference, all in 2022, before the brawl, like, it was obvious – that CM Punk was not having fun anymore, wanted to take his ball and go home, right? that has obvious with everything that transpired from that moment afterwards. And when he came back, like you don't do what you do at all out, or no, all in, all out. All in 2023. Great branding, by the way. Still not over that. But um, (laughs) you don't do that if you're not trying to get out, right? Like since that moment sitting in that seat, I think he's wanted to leave AEW, Probably before that, but that was a moment like in his mind that he decided to go, and to me that changed the switch in me. We talked about this live. You can go back to the PW Torch YouTube page, yeah, and watch whatever day that was. Zach and I, the Monday after, we were spot on with everything you and were. why we would got rid of him and they should have. You, know, you could have gotten to this quicker, whatever. But like to me, the selling out is obvious. But like that's what I went from this guy is a generational talent in lots of ways. It was important to me specifically as a fan to, Oh, this guy's a petulant child who I would not want to work with. And it's the James Harden of <laughs> pro wrestling. As soon as he's not happy, he forces his way out, ruins the locker room behind him. You know, good thing that, you know, they are private entities, not part of the same league because WWE would have had to trade. I don't know. Uh, whatever. A lot. A lot to get CM Punk, and it would be a bad call. We would have a very different opinion if Sami Zayn and Jay Uso and Carmelo Hayes had to go to AEW to get CM Punk, right? It'd be a trade like that. It'd be like, well, that was not a good trade whatsoever. So that's like where it changed for me. And now it depends how you look at it, right? Like you look at it as selling out or, you know, it's all the same thing. Like he went from the... For me, personally, I can't speak for anyone else. I think Zach and I were on a similar journey, Zach Barber in the chat, of, like, respecting this guy a lot, excited for what he's going to do, excited for him in this new role, unabridged, all that sort of stuff, to being like, oh, you know, don't meet your heroes, but, like, in a way that I did not meet him, I just saw him for who he was. And that changed my my thought of him. So that, like, version of CM Punk that I was in my head was sold out, but Phil Brooks was never that, so uh, it's hard to quantify. But that's just my personal experience with it.
0: I mean, no, I think that's fair. I mean, I think that's that's fair. I just, yeah, I mean, the is <laughs> is you know, is CM Punk the the you know, fight against you know the corporate overlords and the and the uh, you know the DIY punk rock guy, you know, that, that he has played off to be like, no, I don't, I don't think so. And I certainly don't think so. Well, and here's the other thing too. I don't think he is that right now. That doesn't mean that you guys or me had the wrong perception of him 10 years ago. Like, cause I think then there was, that was, that was the truth. I think back then that was the case, but I think do things do change i think things do pivot and i think you know i just you know him being 45 years old it's like dude you can't like i just think it's tough to be that to be that guy and i don't know that it really worked for him in aw either it's like i don't you know it it sounded like he was having this like great anti-establishment run you know in 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 aw so i don't know i just give him a little more bandwidth on this let's go to sean um uh here and Sean uh, also thank you for your support man because my opinion is after this weekend as much as Phil could be a huge jerk I'm intrigued to see what he does so many fresh matchups and hopefully he stays healthy the promo was fine um that's that's pretty much my opinion on it like I don't think Punk's a good guy he wouldn't be like a friend of mine he wouldn't be somebody that I like hang out with um but I do like to watch him do his thing in pro wrestling like regardless of what of what, auspices that's under I think it's better when he's in, in, in pro wrestling and there are a lot of fresh things for him to do in, in WWE. I'm 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 kind of with Sean. What's your reaction to, to that kind of that that take?
1: Yeah I'd lean in your guys' direction. Again I, I'm in the prove it to me phase with him. Like he's not it's not a sure thing that he's gonna be healthy. That he is gonna do some awesome stuff, right? Like when he came to AW, I was like, oh this is gonna be Perfect. Especially right at that time when that's like the absolute peak of excitement for that company. Right. Danielson, Cole, Punk all coming in. It feels like a sea change of like, okay, this is really happening here. This is going to be a a pretty solid one B as opposed to a two that it is right now. And, you know, that got derailed for many reasons, as we know, we don't need to get into. But the health thing is the big thing for me. And like just the work rate, like he was never the Greatest wrestler in the world, and not the WWE style is anything near the AEW style at the you know Osprey, Omega, Jay White, the right age it. swerve level. But like, you got to be able to go if you're gonna tell if you're gonna have these big matches, you got to go for 20 25 minutes. And you know, if it's you and Randy, you got to be doing the work as we've talked about, about Randy <laughs> coming back here. Like, if it's Seth, he can do a lot of the work for you, but you got to like that is not easy. And if you're not wrestling all the time, that's where you get injured as we've seen. So that's my big concern. And then just also the character. I think we are on the right track and when this character is going, but it's not guaranteed. You And I don't take anything as like, Oh, this is for sure going to happen because I've in my mind palace have, have made this character what it is. And there's going to be this arc. Like that's a dangerous game to play. As we all know, we've done that many times with lots of characters. So until I see, even in Iota of this character working in a good, in an awesome way that I'm just going to be a little more hesitant than I usually am.
0: Zach's pushing back with uh, another uh, super chat here. Thank you, Zach. The idea of character change doesn't work for me either because punk has never been a character. He's been himself. Now he can't be himself because he was truly being himself. Because if he was truly being himself, he wouldn't be back in the WWE. Yeah. See, I, that's, to me, Zach, that's just too, too blurry. Like, Punk has been a character. I mean, he he has been. I mean, and and, and like this anti WWE stuff. Like, ugh, I I just I think we should pump the brakes on that a little bit too. I mean, he spent the majority of his career in WWE. Like, he's more of a WWE guy than he is any anything else. Any other any other guy. Like and so, you know. Now then, you start talking about him because of that fact. You start talking about him in in the in the same circles as like a Bret Hart, same circles as like a you know Steve Austin, and, and not because of their popularity, but just because of like the issues they had with Vince and the issues they have had with WWE. But they all figured it out and they all came back. I don't think that makes them hypocrites. I don't think it makes them sellouts. I think it just makes It's just, it is, it's, it is what it is. And so I don't think you can like, you know, rag on punk for like, Hey, you're, you're not a character. And like you were you. And so like, that means that you can't like, no, there is a clear line. There's a Phil Brooks, there's a CM Punk. And, and I think you need to be fair and treat it, treat it as such. Am I, am I out of bounds?
1: No, I don't think so. And I think, you know, there's another one that Zach had later on that he's, he's just a hypocrite, right? That doesn't necessarily mean, like, you know, certainly he was characters before in WWE, right? He came in as a gangster with a Tommy gun, right? That's not the real Phil Brooks. Uh, And what was that, WrestleMania 22 or something, right? We came in for Cena. 22, yeah, 22. Yeah, so, like, uh, you know, he's been that. Obviously, he was a cult leader with, um, you know, what? Oh my God! What Luke Gallows and uh, the Straight, Straight Edge Society? Yep. Yeah, you know you're shaving heads of people, and you right. go from heel and the the you know the character even against you know post the the summer of punk is um, or like the WWE summer of punk. You know he's he's feuding with Danielson, and he's a character who's like a, a you know all that stuff. They're all characters, right? Of. If it's Phil Brooks is 90% of that, then the 10% was the character, right? That's how most good characters work, right? Like Steve Austin is not much different from Stone Cold Steve Austin at, right. at different points of time, right? But he's still character. He's not going around, you know, if he would have gotten fired from WWE and worked at Target, he would not be drinking beers and stunning his boss at, <laughs> at that place. Probably, right?
0: Probably so that's like, not, and that, I think.
1: And that's think. But that's like the 10% difference, right? And I think... Obviously, Zach knows that, and that's not me talking yeah. down to Zach. And you're not either. But no, no, no. That's just like that's like this the agreement the 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 different idea we have here. And I think certainly Zach's correct. And he's a hypocrite. He doesn't think. I don't think he has the capability to think very far ahead with his at least the way he communicates about other people about bridges he's burnt in the past. Like you can hate somebody, we all do this, or or dislike somebody. But like you, we're not. Me and you aren't. There's lots of people in our lives in and out of wrestling that we are not fans of, but we're not on here just blowing them up. And that's just like a polite thing, right? Whether or not we're ever going to work with them again, but like, you don't want to do that for multiple reasons, right? It's not polite. It's kind of makes you look less than not an yes. adult. And it just like, who knows what's going to happen in the future. Like you could mend those bridges. You could not dislike that person. Then you got to deal with that baggage, right? He is as a person is bad at that. I would say, and him, saying negative things about everyone he's ever worked with and then working with them again you know i think we all just know somebody like that and that's where punk is also like if i've always thought of punk as like you know a lead singer of a punk band that was like working very small shows and is now on major tours and if you look at people that have been on that trajectory very few of those people who have gone from indie label to major label to being big stars very few of those punk rock stars have aged well and have had the same morals and ideals that they had when they were 20, when they started versus when they're millionaires and they're in their forties and fifties. Right. So lots of things change. And I don't think it's for the best. If you want to have those morals and then you change, you kind of join the other team. That's what punk has done as well. So yeah. that's more of the Philbrook side of it.
0: So. Well, I mean, like, I, I don't know, like, I just, I don't know, maybe that, maybe it's just me. I just I don't know how you couldn't, I mean, you can't be, or, I don't know. I'm not in the punk rock scene, but, like, I don't know how you can, like, you know, so a favorite band of mine is Green Day. And I followed Green Day since the early 1990s when they were a straight-up, like, garage punk rock band and clubs all the way till today, right? And now, today, they're very much like you just outlined, where they're, I mean, they're a superstar act, they're, you know, stadium shows, rich millionaires. You know, I'm I'm kind of glad that that band doesn't like try to act like grinding it out punk rockers because they're not. Like that's that's not like that's just just inauthentic. And so and and so for punk it's like okay, you know, like I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head when it's like what he doesn't have. I think I think if he like was respectful, left the WWE and just was like, look, I got to get out. Like I'm not healthy. Enjoyed my time. Like, you know, like just like edges doing right now on the circuit and like Danielson did. Yeah. You know, him going back, like he leave, they, they all left that opportunity on the table to go back. And Punk's issue is he's so reactive and so like just firm and steadfast and obnoxiously like, abrasive in in, in how he addresses like current events in his life that he leaves himself with nowhere to go except for like, you know, hypocrisy. I mean, even when he returned to AEW, it was like, dude, you said you would never come back to wrestling ever again, ever period. But there you are, you know? And I think like, I think the biggest, like the biggest issue for him isn't that he like is back in WWE. It's not that he returned to wrestling. It's just like, like grow up and realize that there's there's shades of gray everywhere it's not black and white like it's not like it there's just, there's so much more to it than that and then you're not viewed as like the hypocrite which you know which he is in this in this in this instance I don't fault him for going back because I think it's an obvious move but you know you did it you did it you did it to yourself man I mean you did you you you've you got to reboot what you sow on as far as, as far as that goes. Um, let me jump to <laughs> to Tracy's comment really quick here. Tracy, I love this. I love this so much. Zach, even at 45 plus, you could be anti-establishment. Stop hating on some middle-agers. Ugh, that's not what I meant exactly. It just, it means that I meant <laughs> kind of that hopefully at 45, you're more, you're mature enough to like, you know, where it's just, you're not, you know, a, a, like a, a wild rebel without a cause because you've had life experiences. You have like some maturity that you can pull off of. And you just, you know, haven't seen that with punk yet. Maybe we will now, but that's, that's what I meant. I would never, I would never hate on middle-agers. I'm getting, I'm right there. I'm almost, I'm going to be 40 in a couple of years. It's crazy. Whew. Thank you, Tracy. appreciate it. <laughs> Always appreciate the support. Um, Uh, Tracy, thank you. Um, I want to make sure I don't miss any uh, super... Go ahead, Tyler. Did you want to comment on any of that?
1: No. I mean, I just think you've laid out a lot of it that uh, the 45-year thing for Punk is like he's got a window to make money. And I think he, above all else, has realized that. That, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if he's got five years, let's say, to make a couple million dollars a year, then he can go and talk crap as much as he wants at the end of that. And he can, you know, he's good. He's probably got a number in his head that he didn't hit by getting canned by AEW um, so that he wants to hit. So that's more the, I would say the desire there. So that's more the 45 year thing. And also like that is what he knows. Like for most of us, that's when we're 60 or so, right? Like, Hey, retirement's coming up. Uh, Oh, I, I got a pretty good job. I don't want to blow this when I can retire, be happy, you know, I think that's the point you're trying to make with that. Like, you don't yeah. want to rock the boat when you're three years from retirement at some cushy job yeah. somewhere,
0: I guess. Yeah. Punk is. That's what I meant. Yeah, that is what I meant. And, like, also, there's no, there's nowhere else for him to go, you know? I mean, like, look, Punk the is... impact
1: the, zone, or the he, TNA he, zone.
0: As I said, <laughs> <laughs> there's nowhere else for him to go. He's not going to be, like, look, he, he liked, I think he enjoys pro wrestling, but, like, he's not a for-the-love-of-the-game guy anymore. I don't think he's going to go work the indies like John Moxley. He's not going to work GCW shows. Like, no. He wants no. – if he's going to be a wrestler, he wants to be a wrestler that's making a million dollars. Like, that's, that's the trade-off that I think he's decided on here, for better or for worse. And, like, you know, I – I think it's hard to argue with that if you can make that kind of money in wrestling, like that's what you're going to do. But you know, that's why he only has one option. Um, And so, you know, hypocrisy be damned. Um, Let's uh, okay. We'll go to another Sean super chat here. And this is regarding the promo specifically. I'm glad he didn't give it all away in one promo. think he definitely needs to be a heel sooner and later because there are so many matchups for him um Tyler is that is that at play here like and you know like they want to be able to promote punk with the microphone again and so hey we're not gonna we're not gonna do an angle this time around because we're gonna save that we're not gonna do you know his first encounter with a potential opponent because we're gonna save that like we'll save a Cody and uh punk interaction like we don't need to do it all in one night. So let's just tread water here with this and, you know, and go on from there. Like, how much of that is at play and how much of it was just, you know, either a bad promo or story?
1: Yeah, I think it's that. I think you're slow playing it. Now, that's a fine line as well, right? You don't want to have him go out and say nothing for, I, I did the math. I think we have seven Raws before the Rumble. Is the Rumble like the 23rd or something? 27, always like 27. The, 27 Yeah. So it's like in between the, before the Super Bowl, Right. So, um, it is, you know, so I think that's seven, it might be eight with that number, but, um, that's a lot of raws. Like you cannot, you gotta have them interact with somebody, you know, you got maybe one more of these.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's that stretching
1: it. Right. So again, it's like, I got to see it to know that this is going to work out flawlessly as some people do. And, And you're not saying that no one here is saying that, but, it seems you know, like most things in life, outside even outside of wrestling, it's either the worst thing ever or the greatest thing ever, and I think this is like the okayest thing ever at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, Zach chiming in last bit here. Can we just agree that he's a hypocrite and a sellout and leave it at that? And I, I mean, he is both of those things. I don't think anybody. I, I, I certainly hope that I'm not coming across as I'm arguing those points. He's both of those things. I just, I just, I just, I guess I just, part of me just doesn't blame him given, given, given the circumstances and given the options and given the fact that it's, it's, it's pro wrestling. Like, I mean, you look at the stars that are all around the company, all around these like major companies now. Jeff Jarrett, like, Jeff Jarrett was the ultimate. He's like the ultimate, like, hip, hip, hypocrite, like, I'm going to hold you up type you know, carny wrestling guy. I mean, you know, that's there. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, look, Roman Reigns, like, you know, he, you know, he went from wrestling like a whole bunch in 2022 and Hey man, it's better for him now to cut that down. Like cut it, you, you know, you, you do what's, what's right by you. And like throughout history, the same thing, as I said, Steve Austin, Brett, like, I don't, I think those guys all did hypocritical things, but at the same time, I don't blame him. Where's Bret Hart going to go? His whole entire history is with WWE. Like, you have to mend that fence, even if you said you never would. Mm-hmm. Times change, things change. And so, yes, I think he's a hypocrite. Yes, he sold out here for the bag, but hey, it's the wrestling business.
1: Yep. I think you nailed it. He's a Carney. Most wrestlers yeah. are Carneys. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Like, if you, the faster you learn that as a wrestling fan, I think it's like an interesting. Like, you know, I don't know if this is the reason. I think it's more of, like, it's not cool in high school to like wrestling. But I think there's part of that, too, of, like, hold on. I've been watching you since I was eight, and now I'm, like, 13, 14. This is lame, and this is fake, and you've been lying to me. Like, that's kind of what it's like to deal with a carney, right? In some way, shape, and form. Like, that's kind of why people go away from it. Because they realize what it is, and they don't like that. So, you know, and there's tons of levels to carnyism. So yes, I think this, he's just another, this is just another level of actualization.
0: Good. Very well said. I think like really, really well said. If we didn't have other things on the agenda, I think I'd wrap it up right there. Give <laughs> <in> the carney <laughs> talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Hello to Dave in the chat. Thanks for joining us, man. Always good to see you here. Appreciate you. Um, Super chats are open, guys. We have a few more minutes left here on the show, so get them in if you want to get some questions in or comments. Um, It helps us out big time, and we uh, we certainly certainly appreciate it. Um, So, the as far as punk goes, where do you like? like, Do you have a sense of what how you think this is going to like go for him and for WWE, like long term. Like, is it going to be a harmonious, you know, relationship in your eyes? Is this going to be, you know, it's good for a while and then it's bad for a while? Like, where, you know, based on reporting that came in today, that everything's smooth and happy and dandy and like, you know, everything's rainbows backstage. Um, where where are you at on like where you think this will go? at this point. Like is this an or is this another like hey, we know this guy, we know what happens. He's going to blow it up and and that's and that's that's that. Yeah. Uh, you know, knowing
1: WWE, I would assume this is a 5-year deal. That seems to be how they like to structure their top talent when they sign or re-sign. So, you know, would I bet that this is harmonious at the end of that contract? Uh no. I put pretty good odds that this is not like at, in a great position at that time. But it depends, right? Is it like Paul Levesque is better at managing talent than Vince is? Like, we've shown that with Roman so far that that probably would not have been, like, if Vince is fully in control, I don't know if we get the same. Like, Roman probably lose to Cody at WrestleMania last year because he's not available full-time, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. if it's like, hey, Punk is hangry in his own way, right? Like, he's been working for a year and a half and you needs six months off like you just do it and you get a refresh punk and hope that works that might be kind of what you have to do and then that's kind of an up and down relationship and i'm not saying it's going to blow up for sure but no way is he like a loyal soldier and employee for five years straight if that's how long the contract is but there's lots of variability to that so i don't want to say one way or the other but um punk's gonna punk so we'll see what happens
0: yeah, I I I, uh, I think the 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 I think it's gonna be more harmonious than 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 you do. I, cause because there's there's a couple major things at play. One is like his schedule. Like he's not gonna be working every week, he's not gonna be wrestling every day, he's not on house shows, he's probably not even gonna be on every pay-per-view. Like, you know. I think that that's ultimate like that's ultimately what CM Punk wants. It's even what he wanted before, you know, before he left WWE the first time of like, hey, this schedule's crazy. I need some time off. I'm sick. I need to heal. Like that like that schedule is just not going to be not going to be a thing. So it's like if if Punk is frustrated and annoyed, like you just pluck him out, you drop him to the side and like you're not going to use him for a long time. And mm-hmm. then like I think you get He's going to have more distance from, like, the problems that he did in AEW and that he did prior to, um, you know, his first run in WWE, where he was so attached to everything there. Um, now I think he's just going to have distance from that. And I think that will be, hel- that will be healthy. Um, I also think that, you know, Vince was a problem. Like, I, Vince was a major issue. And, like, you can go back and, um, you know, the Torch has some really good contemporaneous, um, reporting on punk leaving WWE the first time. I mean, in yes, you know, Paul Levesque was a problem, like, like they didn't get along, they didn't like each other, but the root issue was, was Vince McMahon. I mean, that was the root thing, him not being there. I think obviously, you know, changes, changes the game as well. And then I think the TKO group factor, like punk is 45 years old. He's not going to wrestle forever. He's dabbled, you know, look, he's not going to be the rock. He's not going to be, uh, you know, John Cena. Like that's, that's not what I'm talking about here, but like TKO group and endeavor, like maintaining that relationship and being good with, within that structure is going to be good for him and potential opportunities outside, outside of the ring. Like if there was ever a reason to like be on your best behavior, like it's probably for that. Cause like, if, if you're punk, because you know, you're not, again, you're not wrestling forever, but yeah. there are opportunities that Endeavor could offer you as long as you stay good. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go on a limit and say this is gonna go better than people think.
1: Yeah, I mean that's like the, the thinking far ahead, you know, more than a year ahead. And I just don't think he's shown that quality in a lot of his dealings <laughs> outside, true. outside of his his wife who's been with for a decade now. Like I said, I that's think a so good track record. Yeah, um, his dog and Larry. is there anyone else that he's like a human being a relationship that he's maybe Lars Fredrickson
0: been, from uh, from Rancid
1: maybe maybe Ace Steel maybe Ace yeah um, I don't know how long they've been friends but you know not a great number of relationships personal business that've lasted a long period of time so that's that's more I'm just going with the track record if I'm forecasting I would say that it's unlikely, you know, if that's a 55% chance it doesn't go well, that's probably where I am. Not a hundred percent chance, but you know, just he hasn't proven it to me over the course of the last decade that he can do it. So I'm not going to assume that he can.
0: Well, we will see. We will see. We have one more uh, super chat here that I haven't gotten to yet. And from Adam, thank you, Adam. Uh, Be a fan of the show, and I, I'm glad that you're here with us today, man. And uh, this is it's kind of like uh, uh, what punk could facilitate in, in WWE type of comment with the report in Sports Illustrated today that there is a plan for punk versus Roman at some point. Could they use punk as the catalyst of a Roman babyface turn? And my answer to that is absolutely freaking lootly, they could. And I think that you know, the 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 returning Roman Reigns to, like, vanquish this pain in the butt, you know, CM Punk, like, I'm I'm oversimplifying it, but, like, that dichotomy, 100%. I think CM Punk can be a good enough heel where people will be salivating at the notion of Roman Reigns coming back and beating the tar out of that guy. So I absolutely think that that's a possibility. And that's what I mean by, like, what, you you let that marinate for a while. You let that marinate. You let Punk firmly get into that heel character. You let him have a run as a heel. Roman takes his time off after doing the job to Cody, and then and then you do this thing. But absolutely, I think that's a that's a a, a, a smart direction and almost a necessary direction that that I think that I think you go. And then then WWE has what it forever wanted, which is an over Roman Reigns as a baby. <laughs> yeah.
1: 10 years late, but 10 years yeah, I mean, late, that, yeah. That, that's that seems like a WrestleMania 31, 31, 41 or 42 main event, if I've ever heard it. You can also right. play the storyline of like he can say Roman is a part timer, and you know, the rock can <laughs> yes. the rock, who was a former part timer, came back and took the title from him. You can like do echoes of that story, you would yeah. have to tread lightly because that would make punk look like a babyface and pointing that out. But there's like a lot of real history there of him, like. Could use with Roman's family, his family history, history with Punk, all that stuff. Obviously, Heyman is a huge part of that. Heyman, right, right, yeah. So, yeah, I, I love it. So,
0: yeah, that's definitely going to be uh, that's going to be a thing. All right, guys, we will wrap up uh, the show right there. Thank you to everybody. This was fun. Um, not something that I thought we'd be talking about uh, last week at this time. So uh, exciting. We'll. we'll- Track it all as it comes in. SCScoops.com has got all your news updates, all your punk uh, fallout and craziness and madness. We've got you covered there. We've got some really cool uh, feature stories uh, and feature editorial pieces up at SCScoops.com right now, too. Um, so check it out. Make SCScoops a part of your daily pro wrestling fix. Um, you'll be really glad that you did. You can find more of Tyler and I at our brass ring media project uh we started that a couple months ago now and uh it's a uh, it's caught fire it's been a blast uh we have a patreon patreoncom Media. if you want to become a member um it gets you access to our discord community talking wrestling away from twitter Uh, It also gets you access to a free podcast every single week. That's for members only. It gets you access to our pay-per-view and major wrestling show reviews, Um, all uh, written content on our Ring Media Substack channel, and tons more. It's $4. We certainly would love for everybody to come on board um, and try us out. I think you'll be happy, and we'll do everything we can to to earn your business. If you want to just get a taste, you can subscribe for free on uh on our youtube page and get some free youtube uh content every single week and you can subscribe for free on Substack and get um some free um written work that we do as well but it's brass ring media is how you find us um give us a shot i think you'll be uh you'll be glad that you did um tyler any uh any final words before we sign off for the night Punk said brass ring in his promo last night. So, uh,
1: you know, I felt good about that, about the name of the, the name of the the project. So
0: <laughs> I did, too. And it was uh, good to know that he got uh, that he got my text on that to drop. Yeah. To drop, name that, uh, to na- name drop us like that.
1: Yeah. That Brooks Fillmore, who's a patron, must be. <laughs> just kidding. I, just, I, just made, I just made that up. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Made it up. Yeah, thank you, Brooks Fillmore. We we, we appreciate you. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. For Tracy and Adam and Sean and Zach and everybody else who listened to us live, and Brandon, Adam, thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. And everybody else who listened to us live, thank you. Everybody else who's going to listen to us um, on your podcast feed, thank you. We're here every single Tuesday night, and we'll talk to you all very, very soon. See ya.